0: Another Chinese state-backed firm looking to gain foothold near a U.S. military site. An investigative journalist joins us to discuss. Residents from northern China report cases of sudden death as the pandemic continues to ravage the country. A new diplomatic framework, Beijing is looking to revamp its foreign policy under the guidance of its leader and the Communist Party. And, rocked by a dilemma, Taiwan's beloved rock band reportedly torn between supporting Beijing's propaganda and risking serious repercussions. Welcome to China In Focus. I'm Don Ma in for Tiffany Meyer. A China-owned firm placing its new plant near a U.S. military site. Nano Technology is planning on building a new facility in Kansas, located only 70 miles from the Whiteman Air Force Base. The firm produces materials that are mainly used in high-tech, ranging from computers to lithium batteries and electric vehicles. And this new Kansas plant, which is entirely owned by its Chinese parent company, will focus on making liquid conductive paste for EVs and other devices. The Daily Caller recently conducted an investigation into the matter based on research conducted by the Heritage Foundation Oversight Project and Heritage Action. The report found that Nano has recruited dozens of Chinese Communist Party members into its cabinet, even operating a party branch within its own corporate structure.
1: It has dozens, in fact, uh, 28 members of the Chinese Communist Party um, in its employ. It actually advocates for the integration of the Chinese Communist Party with its corporate uh, governance uh, structure.
0: According to the company's business filings, C Nano has been involved in a number of Chinese state backed projects, most notably a high tech initiative called the National 863 Program.
1: U.S. Director of National Intelligence has said that the 863 program um, aims to, quote unquote, clandestinely acquire U.S. technology and sensitive economic information. And so it focuses on programs to um, develop things like. Um, exotic materials, um, bioweapons, lasers.
0: What's more, C-Nano's 2023 investment plan specifically mentions technology transfer as part of its intended operation. The company and its founder have also reportedly interacted with the CCP's United Front Work Department, an operation widely seen as a way for Beijing to leverage its influence overseas. June
1: 2021, uh, this individual attended a United Front Work Department uh, event. In China uh, concerning quote unquote um, overseas Chinese enterprises. And at this event, he gave a, a, a lecture about operating in foreign markets.
0: In response to the new plant, Kansas Congressman Jake Laturner said, quote, ensuring CCB-backed companies are not operating in Kansas is one of his top priorities. What kind of technology could Chinese tech firm C Nano potentially get its hands on? is there any way to prevent this if the company succeeds how would it impact the lives of everyday americans we sat down with jonathan pelson author of the book wireless wars to discuss he's also a former chief convergence officer for british telecom and here with me is john pelson author of the book wireless wars so this chinese company uh, building a facility so close to a military base what's the purpose here Whenever you're trying
2: to get information on a wireless uh, facility or wireless transmissions, either to the satellites or you know airplanes and so on, there's no substitute for proximity. You really want to be right next to it, at least within a few miles. And China knows that if they can put a base close to the B-2 base at Whiteman or next to the very sensitive operations at Fort Leavenworth, that gives them access to information they can't get through a balloon or through a satellite or through any other intelligence gathering. The CCP views America as an enemy, and we have to keep that in mind when they want to put a high-tech facility right next to secure military bases like this.
0: And now, on this subject of uh, Chinese-affiliated companies or entities buying land or uh, building facilities near uh, military bases, how do we prevent this from happening?
2: Well, here's the funny thing. China's using a very clever technique where they're using a company in plain sight to do something because we are a country of laws. If they want to put a facility there and they follow the technical letter of the law, it's very hard for America to block them from doing it. But the good news is when they do it like this, it's in plain sight. They have to write contracts. There are public buildings that you can see. You see the the comings and goings of the company can't be done in secret because that is not following the law. So we have to use this to our advantage and say, use all this public information to see who's doing it. Who's really operating at uh, Nano, and what is their affiliation
0: with the government in China? So one of the objectives uh, for Nano potentially, uh, uh, quoting the, the report, is technology transfers. Uh, what does that mean?
2: Thing. That transfer of technology is really what gave China a 20 or 30 year boost in catching up and now in a lot of ways passing free countries around the world with the technology. This transfer is really just a way of strong arming companies who are trying to make a buck into turning over technology without realizing the consequences
0: all right thank you so much today jonathan author of the book wireless wars Hey, thanks don a new diplomatic agenda centering around a communist state beijing is preparing to take on a more robust and commanding role in international politics that's under the banner of the chinese communist party and its leader xi jinping At a foreign affairs meeting this week, Xi sought to introduce a Chinese solution to the global community. And the end goal is reportedly to dominate the, quote, commanding heights of international morality and win over most parts of the world. According to Beijing's media mouthpiece CCTV, the meeting stressed that all foreign policies must be guided by Xi and the CCP's doctrines, and that all one-sided actions, such as economic and political sanctions, are firmly opposed. Beijing is ramping up pressure on Taiwan two weeks before its presidential election. All eyes are on the upcoming vote. It's set to decide how Taiwan handles future relations with China. On Thursday, a spokesperson for China's defense ministry hinted at a warning. He said the Chinese army knows Taiwan's military movements, adding that China would do all it can to defend its sovereignty. This comes after Chinese leader Xi Jinping on Tuesday vowed to reunify the island. Beijing uses terms like sovereignty and reunify to describe its view of Taiwan because it sees the island as part of China. That's despite Taiwan never having been ruled by the communist regime. Xi made the remark while commemorating the birth of Mao Zedong. Mao established today's communist China in 1949. His army expelled China's then-ruling power, which fled to today's Taiwan. How does it relate to the U.S.? Taiwan sits on a critical line of defense. It's part of a chain of islands that prevents China from launching submarine-based nuclear attacks against the US. Plus, over 90% of America's advanced semiconductors come from Taiwan. These microchips are critical for all modern technology, from cars to missiles. Just a day after C's comment, China threatened trade sanctions against Taiwan. That's if the island's ruling party chooses to support Taiwanese independence. The current ruling party, the Democratic Progressive Party, is more defiant against the communist regime, while the main opposition party, the KMT, prefers close ties with China. Both have said Taiwan's people can decide for their own future. The DPP's presidential candidate, William Lai, now leads in the polls. Twelve Chinese warplanes flew near Taiwan on Thursday. The island's defense ministry said so far there are no signs of large-scale Chinese military activities, but that they would keep a close watch on the situation. A popular Taiwanese rock band caught in a tough spot, either publicly declared that Taiwan belongs to communist China, or risk facing issues with their concerts there. What happened when the rock stars said no? Let's zoom in.
3: China, according to Reuters sources, pressured popular Taiwanese rock band Mayday to make pro-China comments ahead of Taiwan's key elections next month. A Taiwan security note Reuters has seen says China's national radio and television administration asked Mayday to publicly voice support for Beijing's claims that democratically governed Taiwan is part of China and to join China's media propaganda on Taiwan. The band, who are among the most successful Taiwanese artists in China, recently faced allegations on Chinese social media that they lip-synced during one of their concerts. Sources say Chinese authorities asked the band to provide unspecified political service, but the rock stars did not agree to the request. In response, the source said authorities threatened an investigation against Mayday for lip-syncing and a fine. Taiwan officials have repeatedly warned in recent months that Beijing is trying new methods to interfere in Taiwan's presidential and legislative elections and win support for pro-China candidates
0: next economic updates from china a state-owned bus operator in central china is suggesting a new career path for its employees starting their own businesses the company shared the proposal in a notice last week as a way to tackle its financial challenges here's how it works for employees who've been working there for 10 years or more they can take a two-year break to try out entrepreneurship They'll keep their job status, rank, and service length, but there won't be regular pay, bonuses, or allowances. An employee in China's state-owned transportation system called the measure a disguised layoff, saying the company might be unable to pay salaries.
1: There must be something wrong with the local fiscal situation. It's true that there's less bus ridership. With fewer jobs around, fewer people are commuting.
0: Another alarming indicator in China's troubled economy the skyrocketing youth unemployment rates. Over 11 million Chinese college grads entered the job market this year only to face a tough situation. In June, the urban youth unemployment rate in China hit 21%. Although officials stopped publishing jobless data in August, the impact is visible. Videos shared online reveal a unique refuge for the unemployed in major cities like Beijing and Shanghai, public libraries. These spaces have become sanctuaries for overburdened job seekers with free amenities like air conditioning, hot water, and charging outlets. Zooming out to the market, Beijing's big five state run banks are slashing deposit rates. It's the latest move to help stabilize the Chinese economy as it grapples with losses. The rate cuts are the third this year. According to the bank's websites, One-year deposit rates are down to 1.45%, while three-year rates now sit at 1.95%. The current deposit rates are the lowest for Chinese banks since 1996, and the goal is to reduce pressure on banks to keep investment profitable. That's as China's economy grapples with slow growth, in part driven by severely indebted local governments and a real estate sector in crisis. Experts predict even more measures to alleviate pressure and manage debt in the coming year. An illness outbreak is still ravaging China despite authorities reporting low numbers of cases. Residents in the northern Shandong province report that there has been a rise in sudden deaths among the middle-aged and elderly locally. Here's what they had to say.
3: Every household has someone catching a cold. Authorities say it's the flu, but it's actually the new type of COVID-19. Many people in their 40s and 50s have passed away. I know of about four or five cases. One of them caught a cold and just died at home while sleeping. One or two
1: colleagues of mine just suddenly died. They were between 50 and 55 years old. They were fine and had no major underlying illnesses.
4: Residents from other northern cities reported similar situations.
3: This disease deteriorates very rapidly. Among my colleagues, some are not old, around 50 years old. Suddenly, some felt uncomfortable while working, laid down, and suddenly died. Some were waiting for a bus, suddenly collapsed, and died. A particularly
1: abnormal phenomenon is the sudden death of many young people. At the end of last month, a colleague of mine who was in his 30s and usually very healthy suddenly collapsed and died during work.
4: Meanwhile, Chinese media reported the death of a well-known Chinese financial media personality. Business journalist Maggie Law died on Christmas Eve at the age of 36 due to severe pneumonia. Lua wrote on social media WeChat that she had developed a fever on December 20th. She passed away four days later.
0: Next, we would like to take a moment to share some of your comments. Rodrigo Palma asked, Who would want to do business with a single-thought dictatorship that threatens everyone with invasion and re-education? And Joseph wrote, Thanks for all the hard work. Have a safe New Year's evening on December 31st and a very happy and prosperous New Year in 2024. The entire China in Focus team would also thank all of you for your support and wish you a happy New Year. Don't forget to tell us what you think of today's show or if you have an idea for something you would like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocus at ntd.com. Coming up, tensions soaring on the Korean peninsula. War drums echo as Pyongyang readies its military, arms and nuclear sectors for possible war. And Shen Yun performing arts kicking off its 2024 season in the U.S. Audience members in Houston, Texas share takeaways with NTD. That and more after the break here in China In Focus. Beijing has removed three top aerospace executives from its ranks. At a meeting on Wednesday, a top political advisory body revoked the officials' memberships from the Chinese Communist Party's National Committee. The three top-level administrators worked for aerospace and military manufacturing operations. The move is just one in a string of exiles in recent months, as CCP head Xi Jinping continues his overhaul of China's military leadership. According to Hong Kong media, the three executives are allegedly tied to a rocket force corruption case that also involves Li Shang Fu, the former defense minister. He was suddenly removed from his position in October after only seven months at the post. Back in 2017, Xi punished over 100 senior military executives. He has targeted an estimated thousands of officials since he came into power in 2013. It's commonly believed that Xi is purging his enemies from the Communist Party to solidify his power, using corruption as an excuse. More than 1,000 South Korean military troops and other official personnel joined rare defense military drills on Wednesday. The goal? Simulating a potential attack by North Korea on Seoul. That's to counter fears that the city is within reach of Pyongyang's weapons and covert actions. Here's more.
4: These are rare defense drills in South Korea's capital on Wednesday. Over 1,000 military, police and emergency personnel joined the exercise that simulated an attack by North Korea on Seoul. It comes after the North tested an intercontinental ballistic missile and launched its first military spy satellite. The capital's mayor, O Sehun, cited Hamas attack on October 7 through towns in Israel, which killed more than 1,200 people. He said it showed that superior military capabilities did not mean much if the enemy mounted a successful unexpected attack.
3: There was a big lesson for us when Israel's world-class advanced defense system helplessly buckled under a surprise attack by Hamas, armed with conventional artillery and primitive means.
4: Wednesday's drill simulated attacks on a water supply facility, telephone network stations and an underground communications and power cable corridor. Seoul is only 24 miles from the military border with the north. O added that it makes the capital particularly susceptible to an attack at any time. The drills came on a day that South Korea imposed new sanctions on eight North Koreans linked to nuclear and missile programs. The neighbors have clashed at sea, and one of the South's islands has been bombed by the North. But there has been no direct attack on Seoul since the end of the Korean War in 1953.
0: Staying on the North Korean Peninsula, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un sounded the war drum on Wednesday. He ordered the military, the arms industry, and the nuclear weapons sector to speed up war preparations. Kim also said Pyongyang would expand strategic cooperation with its allies. North Korea has been expanding ties with Russia, among other countries. Washington accuses Pyongyang of supplying military equipment to Moscow for use in its war with Ukraine. While well, Russia provides technical support to help the North advance its military capabilities, in South Korea, President Yoon Suk Yeol called for immediate retaliation in case of any provocation from the North. Yoon visited a frontline military unit on Thursday. Yoon spoke to troops, urging them to immediately crush the enemy's will for provocation. Yoon was also briefed on military readiness by officers and met with enlisted soldiers. Shenyun Performing Arts has kicked off its 2024 season in the U.S. The New York based classical Chinese dance company is wowing audiences with a brand new production. Audience members in Houston shared their impressions of the performance with NTD. Here's what they had to say about their experience seeing Shenyun.
5: Shenyun Performing Arts wrapped up its first three performances in Houston, Texas on December 27th at the Jones Hall for the Performing Arts.
6: I love it, I love a good technical performance. Um, I also liked how much morality is brought into uh, the performance, it's very elegant and it's different from a lot of the modern companies and things that are going on today, so it's really nice.
5: Professional dancer and model Brooke Ashland says Shen Yun has some of the best techniques she's seen and called it top of the line.
6: I very much felt inspired to leave a better person. <laughs> um, again, back to the morality part, I really liked how much they emphasized kindness and being there for your fellow man and just kind of bringing humanity back into the everyday. And so I felt it was very inspiring and it was also really nice to see it at Christmas time too.
7: <laughs> I thought the performance was brilliant. I mean, it was very athletic, but also really motivational and... and uh, very lyrical. I love the dancing and the acrobatics, but I also love the storytelling, the messaging, you know, the, the sort of message of, of kindness and thoughtfulness and also just how important a story is. You know, like why do we tell ourselves stories, you know, to figure out who we are and what is good in the world.
5: Shen Yun performing arts stated mission is reviving China's traditional culture before communism. Shen Yun can be translated into English as, the beauty of divine beings dancing. The award-winning producer says she thinks it was the way different scenes capture different eras, styles, and feelings that she loved, and that, quote, the sense of preserving culture was very sincere and powerful.
7: And we're not only learning about Chinese culture, but getting a sense that we're becoming part of it by participating in this event, you know, and being part of helping to maintain that line of history, and, um, Pulling that story together.
2: For me coming from a different culture and coming over here today, I learned something new. I've learned a history about a culture. I learned about what's what you see on the TV and what you see over here in the place are different things. So it was really, you know, informational, educational, and also peaceful for me.
7: I felt like I, I I'm leaving in a really good mood. <laughs> and just the sense of of um people pulling together to make something beautiful and that just, you know, beauty itself is is an important goal and an important Yeah, and I think the other thing was just a sense of um a sense of good in the world. I think we've become so divisive and the show really was a was a really beautiful reminder to to treat each other better.
2: It was very energetic, performers were really good. I would definitely come back and see it again.
6: It was really nice. My, I just feel very uplifted and inspired to go forth being better.
5: <laughs> NTD News, Houston, Texas.
0: That's all for today's China in Focus. I'm Don Ma. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you would like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocus at ntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.